So it's official. Our book is printed. Yes. And it's really pretty. I'm looking at it right now. We <laughs> staring at it. It turned out really nice. And people are saying nice things about it. Yay. It's available August 18th in any bookstore you want to go to, right? Yeah. Or you can pre-order now too as well. Yeah. So if you go to loveorworkbook.com, you can learn all about it. We have all this research in it. We have four questions at the end of every chapter for you to go through with your partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some challenges. Yes. Which turned out kind of fun. They are fun. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff. There's stories from our podcast that, of interviewing people. And there's a lot of stories about us. Oh, boy. Yep. Some that... Pretty vulnerable. How many of them are we going to regret in maybe like three years? <laughs> I have a feeling a lot of them. But we are trying to build a launch team. We need your help. So if if you want to be a part of the launch team, go to loveorworkbook.com. We're asking people to buy two copies, one for you, one for your partner. And if you do that, there are five free things that you can download online just by telling us that you're, you're joining in the work. Uh, number one is a little date night that we call home together. A bunch of ideas for stay-at-home dates. Number two, you get to download one chapter of the audiobook. Oh, yes. Which is you and I talking. Yep. Yep. Number three, a special bonus chapter called World Changing Children. Yes. It's a good chapter. We wrote more than what the publisher would let us put in the book. I know. We were just in a flow. Number four, you can get all the questions in a very simple designed PDF. So you can take them with you in your phone, wherever you need to go. And lastly, we made all of our research available to you. More than 60 pages of Mm -hmm. research. It's designed. It's really pretty. It's kind of cool. If you're into data. Yeah, this is for you. All the numbers. So here's the deal. Please help us. For three years, we've been bringing you this podcast. We've been encouraging you, hopefully, with this content. And now we need your help. We need a launch team to join us, to buy a book, to share about it, whatever social media, to share about it with your friends, whatever. The only way this is going to get to the most people is if the people that listen to us share it with people they know. Yes, that's you, people. We love you. Thank you for listening and being with us all along the way. And one little nugget. Back in January, we went through all of this content with, there's like, what, 12 people? Oh, yeah. We had uh, a book kind of... It was very intimidating. Yeah. They were our pre-readers or our beta readers. And it was 12 people who read the whole book and gave us all the feedback. They gave us lots of feedback. We made it better. But also, we asked them, what is something that really stuck with them? What did they learn through going through that process? So we want to take a second for you to hear from one of them right now. Hello, we are the Thompsons. I'm Nicole Thompson. And I'm Khalil Thompson. And we've been married for for 11 11 years. years. Woo, it's work. Let me tell you something, (laughs) but it's love too. Yes, sir. What is one thing that stuck out to you while reading Love or Work? You want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. Go for it. One thing that stuck out to me was the portion of the book on teamwork um, and specifically the mantra that we are on the same team because I feel like sometimes we get so distracted. I know personally I get caught up in what I'm thinking that I forget that um, I need to communicate with my husband because we are indeed on the same team and to never lose sight of that so that when things feel off, we make sure that we reconnect because we're each other's teammates. Nice. Um, I think the one part that really stood out to me was the part where um, Andre talked about when is it my turn? Um, And for me, that represented balance, that in marriage, you have to have balance and pursue what each person wants individually and collectively and make sure that they both feel like they have the time and space to go after those dreams. All right, what's the second question? 
What was one of the most challenging parts for you? So the part for me that was most challenging was the part about capacity. And there was a part in there, if I can recall correctly, where they had put, when capacity is overloaded, there's no space for self-care. Um, I think that that's something that, in particular, that I fall victim to, of just working, 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 and not pausing to take the time to take care of myself, be it through vacations, be it through time to relax, be it through just you know, making sure that I'm just enjoying life to its fullest extent. So that part really stuck out to me. It's something that challenged me and made me look at life and look at things through a different lens. So the part that challenged me was in the same chapter on care and capacity, but it was the language that expressed that, you know, we can choose to share our struggles with our close community so that we can allow others into our mess. This part really got me that we need to allow others to see our unedited life. I was chasing a perfect ideal of work, love, and family that wasn't real. It was just a fantasy. But we won't heal in this fantasy. It's all pretend. We heal in the real-life messy middle and by learning to let go. And for me, um, that was the challenge, to not want to portray this perfect life, but be willing to live and expose my unedited life. What is one of the most helpful conversations for you and your partner that was sparked from this book? So... This was easy. For me, it was creating a vacation culture. Um, I think what we, a big thing for me, and I think a big thing for both of us was just learning how to celebrate the successes that we've had and then creating a vacation culture just built around like taking time away and celebrating the wins that you've had, celebrating the progress that you made and making sure that you're incorporating play into your life and creating this vacation culture that's just tied to celebrating you and your family and everything else that you've been able to do. I agree with my husband that uh, one of the most helpful conversations was the portion around the vacation culture and just making sure, like he said, that we find that time to celebrate our wins and spend time together as a family and never lose sight of why we came together and why we created uh, all of this greatness with the people that we love. I mean, I'm usually right, but that's <laughs> not going to happen. Never, no way. Let's go back. Don't share that story. Hang on. Did I go too fast? You just jumped to purpose, which is you. You're Where a visionary. I see your I'm connection a- here. <laughs> Love or work. Welcome to the Love or Work podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. It is so good to be back in studio with you today. Oh, We yay. had taken a little break for a vacation. Yes. Which was... Needed to get out of the house. Uh, nothing against all you people listening, but it was better than the studio, let's be honest. <laughs> it's a little sweaty in here. <laughs> it gets hot in here. Hot summer in Atlanta. It's hot. It is so hot. But um, today... Oh, boy. We got a good one. Oh, this is like... It's not just hot hot this outside. Is like, it is hot in the studio with this interview. You know what I'm talking about. It is next level right here. This is exciting. It's exciting. a lot of fun. Yes. So today we are interviewing Patrick and Morgan Harper Nichols. And uh, you can look her up online at Morgan Harper Nichols. And also she um, has a new store, uh, which is kind of like a paper goods, planner, stickers, um, art store. Um, You're loving that new planner. I got you the planner for your birthday. Jeff, yes. He's a good husband. If you don't know Morgan, she's an amazing artist. She's literally, her stuff is retweeted and reshared through Instagram and stories 
You need to look every her up. Every minute it's of amazing. every day. But the store is called Garden 24 Co. So on Instagram at Garden 24 Co or online Garden 24.co. And look up her stuff. Support black businesses. This is the time right now to go and get yourself a cute planner <laughs> like what I have right now. I'm staring at that too. It's so pretty. I feel pretty. like every time you, let's be honest though, I, I do feel like every time you get a planner, you plan, for, you use it for a solid six weeks. I was thinking about this planner and I was very excited about it, but I realized there wasn't a whole lot of things to plan. No, that is kind of funny. So I put this interview on the planner. On the planner. <laughs> I felt really cool for doing that. Um, also, Morgan has a book of her poetry and art, which is so beautiful. That's it's cool. called All Along You Were Blooming. So if you love her art, you can get that book too with some beautiful poetry. Hey, before we move f- too far ahead into the interview, you just celebrated a birthday yesterday. And I feel like we need to talk about that. Oh, boy. Here we go. 40 is the new 30? Sure. You know what's That's really what funny? They say, but I'm happy being 40. I can just be straight up 40. I'm good with that. Yeah, you've come a long way in the last 10 years. I'll be honest. I, <laughs> funny thing about Andre that a lot of people don't know. When what? she was 26, she started her first Facebook account, which you don't even use anymore. Facebook? Facebook, Oh, yeah. yeah I wasn't on. I'm, and, like, I'm not on Facebook. And you committed to not changing your profile photo. I still haven't. Is it still? I I am almost positive. Well, I have not been on Facebook in years, but I am almost positive it's still my forever 26 photo. Which is funny. It's funny because she she had this deep belief that if you don't, whatever your photo is on Facebook is how old you really are. My profile, my profile photo. <laughs> forever just, 26. Forever 26. There What's the is. women's store? What's the store? Forever I, 21. Yeah, that's not. Yes. Yeah. But now I am proudly 40. Oh. Proud. Well, you're looking good at 40. Oh, you just have to say that, I think. I do have to say that, (laughs) but it's true. Okay. Are we ready to get to this interview? What should we be listening for? I got three things. Okay. Number one, $7 poems. Number two, polo shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And number three, a quote that I heard Morgan say, I hear poetry in what people say. Oh, so beautiful. All right, everybody, here we go. We got Patrick and Morgan Harper Nichols. Let's see. Are we going to tell your version of the story? My version is always better. Oh, Uh, okay. okay. Let's go with his then. This is good. Let's see how it sounds today. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) if it first started, um, we met at a small, like a small Christian college in East Point, Georgia. Oh, and yes. Georgia. I had just come in as a freshman and I was at like this orientation thing. And then they were talking about intramurals. And then we started, we started um, playing beach volleyball. And I was assuming that everybody there that wasn't like our little team leader, you could say, were freshmen. And so we were at the volleyball court. Obviously, I was I don't know how old I was, 19. I, guess I was 19. 19 yeah. I went to the pool every day. I had a deep tan. 
Uh, and I had my shirt off. I was playing. So you were looking fly is what you're saying. I was a forward. I mean, I was just like (laughs) right there making plays. And so her friend was like, you should come meet this really handsome, My my friend was like, you should go meet this guy. This cute guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's embarrassing. So so she was like, oh, obviously I will. (laughs) And and so she she came over. and met me and she was assuming that i was like i guess a foreign exchange student because i was so dark well no because like, you were... she was expecting this brazilian you know uh heritage and this accent and then i just come out how you're doing yeah because i'm from south georgia <laughs> <laughs> i was like what a disappointment <laughs> So he was very, yeah, back then I was like, oh, like, you know, what ethnicity is he? I don't know. I was sort of like, okay. You know, it's so, like, it's very interesting telling the story because I feel like, you know, the trendy thing would be, it's just this like, oh no, we were focused on like the, what was on the inside, but it's like, no, <laughs> it was very much so like, oh, we're in college. <laughs> you know, I think you're cute kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I was not, I was I was definitely a little guarded still, though. I was like, okay, he's attractive, but let me let me not. You know, I think he knows he's attractive. So let me not, like, put that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and it's just, yeah, I mean, you know, college kids, there's just so much. So then so after that on. kind of first <laughs> introduction, I was assuming that she was a freshman. And so I, I kept seeing her around campus. I was like, oh, okay, she's a freshman. Like, she's in my <laughs> league. I was like, there's no way I would talk to a senior, you know? <laughs> And, and so I started like introducing her to all these people I met. I was like, (laughs) I just had an ego. I met everybody. I knew everyone. And I was just like introducing her to all these people and especially all like the the juniors and seniors that were showing us around. I was like, oh, you should meet this girl named Morgan. And then I come to find out (laughs) she's a senior. And they all know her already. They've been going along with it this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, he, yeah. So we were... I was 16 when I started college. So it worked out that when oh. I was a senior, I was actually 19. And he started a year late. So we were actually both 19, but he was a freshman and I was a senior. So it's really funny because it was like, I feel like we were probably at our highest in terms of like ego. Ego. But on the yeah, opposite, yeah. the opposite end of the spectrum, he was like, I look good. I'm the new guy. And I was like, I'm too cool for everyone. I just studied abroad in Europe. Yeah. Like, she was like, I don't listen to, I don't listen, <laughs> I don't to, listen to mainstream music. I don't listen to indie music. At the time I was. I wear fedoras. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and for me, I was working full time at Polo Ralph Lauren. And so I was wearing all Ralph Lauren stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness. Polo, opposites. Opposites. Yeah. I was a merchandiser, and so I just dressed myself like the mannequins at Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And everybody at school called me Polo. <laughs> like, like oh my, my was like I drove a Mustang back then. Yeah. And oh, I wow. was just, I was just quintessential 2010 hipster. It was just so, wow. we were so opposite. Rejecting but I really think that we, so, I mean, because we were on a small campus, you just see each other all the time, like, I really do think we kind of met each other in the middle. Like we were both just these two people were like, we were extremes I can't on figure opposite you ends out, of everybody. But I can't. Yeah. And I feel like the perfect is, I don't know, 
we don't have to talk about it, the whole story. But yeah. I think the thing that sums up our relationship so much is our first Christmas gifts to each other. Okay. I gave him an H&M gift card. Okay. Because <laughs> he was wearing all, all this preppy, all these yeah. preppy clothes. And um, this was, this was like right after like the big H&M open in Atlantic Station. Yeah, so I remember yeah. that. Yeah. We were there. Yeah, it was a big deal. So I got him that. Yeah, I didn't know what H&M was. Yeah, he time. didn't even know what it was. Like uh, we didn't have it all the way down in yeah. County. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he got me the Sims video game. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he was like, chill out. <laughs> like, well, because, you're always studying. Yeah. You're always Because I was like this things. like super dressed, dressed guy. Mr. But then when I went home, I was a complete nerd. In video game, like, video like, gamer, <laughs> like a streamer, wow. all, all that stuff. So yeah, I feel like that kind of, and I feel like that still kind of sums us up today. It's like, yeah. He helps me like chill no, out. Yeah, it's like it's okay much. to take a break. It's yeah. okay to like like watch a superhero movie. Um, <laughs> and then I help him. I'm like, what's your creative vision? What do you want to do with your life? So yeah, that's kind of us, I think, in a nutshell. <laughs> and that's generally how we first met. And then the yeah. long story short, I ended up getting in with her sister and her best friend. Yeah. Got her phone number. She lived in an apartment complex off site of the and I was looking <laughs> to move somewhere closer because I was working full time about 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. our job or from our school. So I decided because I'm spending more time in school, I'd rather live closer to the school and commute to work. Yeah. And so then I got her number. She through my friend and my sister. <laughs> she referred me to her apartment so she could get a two hundred dollar referral fee. <laughs> and then we kind of just been spent we, we spent yeah. like every other day that yeah. we were working so, together. Yeah he ended that. up getting my phone number because because I was like, my friend asked me, she was like, can I give him your number? And I was like, I, I was like, I don't know if I want to put up with him. But I was like, but I do get $200 for referring people <laughs> to the apartment complex. So I was like. When we are 19-year-old college students, $200 like, is a lot of money. Yeah, That's a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I could, okay, I'll put up with him for that. Um, and then he just kept working his way into my inner circle, like befriending my little sister and all my friends. I came over and just washed her car, and cleaned then, her car for her. You were like, <laughs> he was working. putting on the full core press. I love it. He was, he was. So, that's amazing. Yeah, that's kind of. I just watched a lot of rom coms and figured out what to do. Right, oh, right, right. Oh, oh no. Oh no. You've been married how many years now? Uh, it'll be 10, 10 years, years this year. year. Wow. <laughs> and you have one kid. Yes, our little Jacob. He's 14 months. Oh, that's great. So how <laughs> did that change things with you and your relationship? Has when you had a child, did that do you feel like some people say, you know, it just integrated and you guys made it work, but then other people are like, My life turned upside down. What did you feel like for you both? I felt like it changed a lot for us because, you know, we were together so long prior to having a child. Mm -hmm. So we had just kind of gotten into our rhythm in terms of like just how we do life. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel like we, we really knew each other very well. So, I mean, we still, I mean, as of like a few days ago, we're just like, there's another human being that lives here with us. (laughs) And that's so, you know, he's like starting to talk and stuff and it's, yeah, I don't think I really know how I feel about it yet, but I do know that it feels different. It's like, oh yeah, this is a different phase for us. Like it, yeah. it feels. Um, 
Um, I know for me personally, like I had to really face the fact that I, I overwork a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I did because I love what I do. So I can spend hours upon hours every day, just wake up, you know, drink some coffee, get right to work. But, you know, now with the baby, it's like, okay, well now I I only have so many hours until, you know, he wakes up or, and then he'll watch it for a few hours and I'll watch it for a few hours. So we have to have to be a lot more organized, which that's new for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's changed a lot for us. I think for me, Prior to this, when I look back, I mean, we were really looking forward to having a kid at some point. We had already traveled a lot. We've, we've done some trips overseas. We, we've traveled the U.S. And so we were kind of looking for ready for that next phase. And then when it came, we were like, oh, man, what do we do? <laughs> but I think, I think for me, I feel like it's changed significantly because I feel like we're more of partners to each other. Mm. and and not so much hey we're just, it's yeah. just us doing our thing yeah you know, I feel like we have we have to be on the same page more now than we did before yeah. because it takes so much work just with scheduling and a sleep schedule and then yeah. I run our business out of our garage so yeah just yeah okay you, you're watching him for x amount of hours and now I'm going to take a break and go to work and, in a garage and and then eating him eating food that's just like a it's like a wrestling mat, like a tag team wrestling. <laughs> You're in that phase. You're like, you're just yes. like put one spoon in, and then like I'm tapping out. Like, okay, you take over. Like, you just dump the whole thing in his lap. And you take him out yeah, of the seat, and it's just like you just throw it all on the floor, just sweep yeah. it all up. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I know this isn't like the best response, but it's like we're used to just like watch eating food and watching tv and just like yeah but with him it's like oh no we've got to have meal times and we have to like set up a whole thing and get him excited about the food and yeah it's i'm like this takes a long time is it (laughs) messing with your creativity does it mess with your creative yeah it really does my creative flow has changed a lot (laughs) i have i've had to learn how to just like create in just little bursts here and there and that's hard for me because I'm a very slow processor it takes me a long time to process things and I like to sit and turn on my music and my podcast and light some candles and some yeah all of that but nowadays like this morning even I was like okay Jacob's still asleep and I'm like running down the hall (laughs) (laughs) get some stuff done and then like I hear him there's sometimes we wake up and and I want to I want to come in and say hey good morning how are you yeah but then I'm like I know she's in the flow like I don't want to break that (laughs) yeah let let me rush down with the kid yeah Yeah. (laughs) we don't interrupt her yeah it has been working out which I'm really grateful for Patrick because he has been really helping with a lot with this is that it's been working out that I've figured out that I'm at my sort of peak creative flow mode in the mornings. Like yeah. afternoon, yeah. I don't really have much left. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that yeah. for the day or for a while. So what we typically do is like I try to have a hard stop at noon. So he'll have he'll have our son in the morning time. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, I'm like, okay, go do whatever you need to do. And then we kind of come back together at dinner time. So it works out too, because it's like 108 degrees here. I I was going to say, you being in the garage in Phoenix (laughs) in the afternoon kind of doesn't work out. Well, he'll have to go at night sometimes. It's a weight loss strategy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like let me just work I in know. a song. <laughs> well, we realized too is that he can actually work better, like in he can work better in bursts. So yeah. like Jacob will take an he'll take a naps in like the late morning, so like 10 a.m. So he can yeah. go out there during then. And then like afternoon, he's usually like running errands and doing emails and that yeah. type of stuff. And well, then, a lot of my work yeah. is just very like task oriented, just yeah. like fulfilling orders and stuff like that. There's another aspect to the whole admin side and all that that yeah. it takes a lot more kind of creative power. And so when I when I have a big workload like that, I let her know like, hey, I kind of do need yeah, and then I need I'll this just, day I'll pull to off. work on. All, yeah. I'll just batch it all. Is this what yeah. you guys intended? What y'all intended, kind of. It from the beginning that you would work together like this, where you would take the more business kind of side of it, Patrick, and then, you know, Morgan, more the creative. Is that kind of how this started or? Yeah, we, we always kind of wanted to, but we could never really figure it out. So it was always sort of like, like for the, over the past 10 years, we both have worked so many different jobs. Um, for me, it's primarily just been like a lot of creative freelancing. That's kind of the best way to sum it up. Mm-hmm. Lots of different things. And for him, it's been a lot more different things like construction and I've been in like tour a managing. Mag- yeah. managerial roles. So we're always like, like, okay, it seems like we should be able to mesh together but we could never really figure anything out. And it honestly wasn't until after we were pregnant and it was the first time, it was such a, it was such like a pivotal moment. I was really excited because I got my first huge commission piece with like a major company. And it was just like, oh, this is going to like, I was pregnant at that time. I was like, this is going to just set us up. Like maybe that's what we'll do. And then we found out about the term net 60 and we didn't know that like, you wouldn't get oh, yeah, paid for get paid two months. Away. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. for the most part, I've been doing a lot of smaller scale work and I was just, you know, doing work for friends. I'm like, oh yeah, just PayPal me when you feel like it. And, yeah. <laughs> and then it was like net 60, what is this? And then we didn't do some of the paperwork right. And we're just, it just went on and on and on and on. And we ended up not getting paid until after Jacob was born, yeah. I don't think. We were like emailing them, and like, we're not going to be here in 60. I know. We need to get paid. <laughs> I was like, rent due now. <laughs> so it was such rent like, and at the now. time you were doing some contracting work with construction mm-hmm. and the guy he was working with was like, just kidding. I don't have work for a couple of weeks. See you later. Yeah. And we were like, what are we going to do? We're yeah. like, this is not sustainable. We're about to bring another human being into this. We have to figure something out. So I had, um, I self-published a book of a hundred poems and the poems are literally right from my Instagram. And I, and I said that when I released it, I was like, Hey, here's a hundred poems for my Instagram. If you want to hold them in your hands, it's seven bucks. You can have it. So we had a hundred of those in a box in the closet. And I was like, you know what? I know this isn't much, but I'm just going to post this, not even to Instagram or anything. I was like, I'm going to just post it to my mailing list and just see if somebody wants a signed copy of one of these books. I forgot about that. I forgot and we were actually getting, first. yeah, we were getting ready to go to church that morning. And we literally, <laughs> so before we got out of our car, all the books had sold out. Wow. And we were like, whoa. Wow. 
what is that? And it was so, it was so. Like, I should have made it more here. expensive. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt <thought> that. <laughs> we were, <laughs> like, I didn't mark it up enough. <laughs> we were, Andre is I, savage on the sales. I mean, this is crazy. That would be what I would normally say. No. <laughs> You need that because I that is not my gift. It was it was I'll just say it was way too low. I didn't charge enough. Yeah. Um, but the thing that was I felt so bad because we were actually visiting a church and we had never been there before. And as we we're walking in, we're getting PayPal notifications like sale, well, sale, well, sale. I throw a disclaimer here too is that we we knew that we could purchase more, so I just let them. I just yeah, let them go because we. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. we'll just order them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here the customers don't get them. Yeah, because we figured out we're like, oh, we can actually buy these books wholesale because I did it through Amazon self publishing, yeah. and you can just buy the books wholesale. And because and because the book was so small, the overhead actually wasn't that much. Like they were like, what two books? Yeah, they were like two dollars a book. Yeah. So we're like, okay, you know, maybe we'll sell like fifty more. And he's like, you're like order fifty more or a hundred more or. And that turned into, I think, like two weeks. Wow. Of yeah. just so we're sitting in church and I'm just scrolling through PayPal. I'm like, I know. I was like, we should. Thank you, Lord. I was just saying, did you see? <laughs> the timing was so. It felt so bad. I was like, I'm not going to say anything you say, but I'm praising. I know. I was, I, was, I was like, Patrick, you can. I was like, you know, you can like turn off your notifications, right? I would text you about, man, we got to go for I three know. months. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I was like, well, I guess we have an online store. So literally that's what started it. And I didn't know what to do next. So Patrick was like, well, let's just do some eight by 10 prints. So he, and I was like, well, how do I select? I have so much art. I don't know where to start. So he went on my Instagram and he was like, okay, let's do these five. And I was like, I don't like your choices. Never mind. I'll pick. Yeah, classic. That's classic. Right? Such an artist. Move right there. So after he picked, that, that's, I was how, like, that's how our whole business relationship works. <laughs> yeah, it is, honestly. I'll pick us. She's like, you I don't know, like them, but I'll just do all the sources. Yeah, I'm like, never mind. I got it. Yeah. So I was like, never mind. Never mind. I'll pick out the art. I got this. <laughs> so we picked out the art and we put the prints up and they just all sold out immediately. And we were like, what? And how many followers did you have at this I mean, point? Like, I don't know. I mean, it was 200,000 maybe. Like and for me, it was it was very interesting because it's like, you know, you can, growing, having a social media following, it's like, it's kind of ambiguous. You don't really know. Like, you don't know who's there. You don't know, like, are these customers or do they just like the graphics? Or right, they, yeah. You don't really know what that is. You don't know is. if that's going like, to translate to financial. Yeah, the aren't a good gauge of, like, Yeah, we don't, yeah, you know, we had no... Well, so yeah, yeah, we still had no, we had no gauge. Um, but I think what, what we kind of realized was just, like, I, for me personally, like, I had, I've always really struggled with selling. Like, I just, I don't like mm. to sell... Um, a lot of artists struggle with that. And so I had held back for so long, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I had literally been showing up almost every day on social media, writing for people's personal stories, but like not really asking directly for financial support. Like I yeah. just never did it. So honestly, it took it took like trying to figure out how rent was going to get paid for Patrick to be like, I was like, we should start yeah. charging for these. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Cause I remember, I mean, I got to meet you guys a couple of years ago and this was probably right before then I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you didn't have you, the store. At that you time. shared at our event. And I remember you don't, you don't know this, but I remember you were in the greener in the back room 
And everyone on my staff like came out and they were like, did you see what Morgan was doing? And I was like, what are you talking about? And you're in the middle of this room that's actually pretty busy and you're on your iPad and you're designing these things. And people were just floored because they had never seen that process before as, a, as an art process, which now you do through Instagram live things or whatever. You share some of your processes. But I remember hearing their conversations and I was like, oh, this artist, this person is on to something. She doesn't even she doesn't even realize what what is coming. But it was like it was that's funny hearing like the timeline of what you said, because I just remember having these conversations. Mm-hmm. They were like, she doesn't even realize what she's doing is remarkable. We've never seen this. It was like it was like all these side conversations talking all amazing things about you. But you didn't, you, you were just doing what you were doing, right? Yeah, so, I really was. I just felt like this, this stirring inside of me and I started sharing it. And I, I'm still this way, like in real time when I'm hearing people speak, I, I hear poetry and what people say. Like I hear, mm-hmm. I, I see colors and I never, I always just kind of wrote that off as like, Oh, that's just kind of like a weird thing that I do. But honestly, when when the plywood opportunity like was offered and I came, I was like, oh, wait a second. Like this exists in the real world too. Like there's and I, I just remember I felt like just so you guys know, I felt so accepted and welcome there um, because I was nervous. I mean, I mm-hmm. I didn't really do things like that at that time. Uh, but at the same time, it felt so natural. Like it felt natural to just sit there and and just listen to people who were speaking to me on a personal level, and then be able to put that into into art. Even though I didn't know what it was becoming, like you said, and, and so that that's just so encouraging to hear because it's like, wow. In my head, I was just like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I want to do it, and it feels good, and it feels right, and I. I don't know what this is. So, yeah, that's really encouraging to hear. I know. It feels just like, like a lifetime ago. <laughs> it is. It does. Especially with, with, the, with a baby, he just like light speeds everything. I'm I like, <laughs> where did time go? Yeah. <laughs> so now, fast forward since that was like two years ago. I mean, the growth of your business has, it's been exponential. I know there's been highs and lows in the middle of that. Um, as a couple, how are you guys processing that stuff? Like when a new opportunity, because I'm I'm sure there's good opportunities, a lot of good ones, there's some so bad good. ones, right? And then there's great ones. Like how are you guys, when something comes in, how are you guys processing that together? Yeah, I feel like for me, the biggest thing that I, I'll just go right to the struggle. Like the biggest struggle that I have is like feeling like I'm putting too much on him. Mm. And I always like, like, I feel like this, I did this morning and yesterday, I'll just like go through my email. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to address that for Patrick. Oh, I don't know how to address that for Patrick. <laughs> and I always kind of struggle with this sort of like balance of like feeling guilty for just like, I don't want to overwhelm him. And then like he gets upset or he gets like, or doesn't want to do this anymore that I've got to try to like ship packages and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> maybe I'll just try to handle it all. I try to like work, like deal with all of that while at the same time, just reminding myself of like, Hey, this is normal. Like people, you're not meant to run a business like by yourself at this level. Like this oh is really God. hard to do alone. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really hard. I feel like at least once a day, I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Am I bothering she's you like, too much? Like, I know Jacob <laughs> is a lot. 
I'm like, Morgan, he's asleep. I know. I'm like, are you fine? Are you fine watching like, him while I'm working on this? It's... I'm fine. I'm working on some emails right now. Yeah, I feel like that's probably one of our, our biggest things is I, I overthink a lot. And yeah. But do you do you feel, but do you honestly, like, do you feel like it's a lot on you at any point? I mean, I do. I, I feel like it's a lot on me um, because I want to make sure that, yes, this is our brand, but it kind of started as your image. And so mm-hmm. I'm always oh, thinking yeah, of everything did, in yeah. that light. Like, I'm not the most, like, I don't want to say this in a way, like, flowery um, email person. <laughs> I'm just, like, very direct and straight to the point. <laughs> and so... And I'm always like, she's like, she's like, did you... Did you, you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I... In my, yeah, when I read it to thing. myself, it felt it sounded nice. But <laughs> yeah, I get these yes. emails and they're like two paragraphs long. I'm like, you could have said that in one one sentence. Yeah, like what you wanted. <laughs> and, and so that's a struggle for me. Just like I want to make sure that like I'm you represent it well, presenting yeah. you well. Yeah, and I, I like put like a. <laughs> I hope your day's going well. Yeah, you trying to make it nicer. Like I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to buffer, but there's sometimes where, uh, yeah, like I'm having a, like I had, I was having an email chain with a client yesterday, and and I was like, and I was trying, nice? I was trying to refer to it. I was telling them that we were having a hard time with this client, and I was trying to refer to that client, but I put their company in there, and oh, then no. they were freaking out, like, do we have a problem? Like, I was like, no, no, it's no, just no, a mistake. No, no, I'm trying to wash the baby and wash dishes and email you at the same time. (laughs) That's real. Okay, wait. I want to go back to something you alluded to really quickly. You looked at each other. You had a moment. I want you to unpack. Um, This started uh, related to your image, and and now it's our business. Can Mm. you unpack that idea for us? Oh, yeah. That's a real tough one because I always like... (sighs) I don't know. It's a, I think it's a guilt thing a lot of just feeling like weird about showing up in the world like as an artist. I have a very hard time like thinking about like, well, what does he, what creative ideas does he have? Like, is he like, you know, like a secret best-selling novelist and we don't know yet? Like, does he Probably. have something inside of him? Is, is me and my thing taking up all the space mm-hmm. and all the time when he has something too? So I feel like I struggle with that. And I think I have been starting to try to see like, well, and we talked about this about how like, yes, you may have things, but you you also do enjoy finding creative solutions for the business, Yeah, which that's not something my brain can really compute because I'm like, wait, I creative solutions for business. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm an artist. I don't really, it's hard for me to see how, I, don't, I know it's not impossible, but it's hard for me to see how like, is this really fulfilling for you? You yeah. know, that's something I really worry about. I don't want to, I think because I've had situations in my life where I felt like I was in someone else's shadow and I, my sort of vision was suppressed or what I want to do is suppressed because I was like, well, I'm just here to help them. And then like, I walk away and I'm like, oh wait, I spent all this time helping this person. And then, but what about my voice? So yeah, it's, that's something that I, I sit with a lot. I don't know if that really answers the question well, this goes, in terms of like me, a solution, but. <laughs> for me, this actually goes back to the very beginning of our relationship to the night after we got married. And I remember turning over to her after we woke up and I said, this is what I want in my life. I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do. And I'm going to be right behind you. And I also would love to be a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of, because that's where we are now. Not necessarily like, well, I mean, yeah, we do stay at home, but it's, it's, 
I've always seen that. And this may be like my own personal, maybe something I need to deal with with myself, but I've always seen her as more valuable. I've always seen her as someone who's more creative, has more skills and was exposed to more things than I was as a kid. And so I've always wanted to be supporting behind her. Hmm. But like you said, now that, and that's the way I viewed it for a long time. Like this is Morgan's thing. I want to support her because I can always just do whatever. I can go work construction. I can, you know, I'll do what I have to do, but I want to make sure Morgan's doing what she wants to do, not what she has to do. Hmm. And so for me, that's where it was for a long time. And then once, once that situation with the book happened, I started seeing ways that I could insert myself into what she was doing. And for me, for a long time, that was a struggle. I didn't know how I could integrate with what she was doing because I'm not like her. I'm not creative in the way that she's creative. I haven't been exposed to what she's been exposed to. I'm just a kid from the South Georgia. (laughs) That was kind of my, Mm. the view of myself. And so as our business revolved, I kind of found an identity and how I can integrate with her. Mm. And like, like Morgan said, like I enjoy, this may kind of sound weird, but I enjoy having conflicting conversations because like with when we're trying to figure something out and maybe we're trying to you know bounce back and forth between ideas not conflicting in a bad way but when we when we when we have problem solving opportunities i enjoy that process Mm -hmm. i enjoy finding ways to make things more efficient make things easier solving problems and so in that when I was able to help pitch ideas, like we should sell your book that you've had for, you've already had for, because that book had already been out for a year mm-hmm. and people were just not hearing about it. Well, what if we sell prints? What if we sell you know, stickers? And at this point now we're working on a whole product line of planners, stationary mugs, and we're trying to build a brand that could possibly be a big brick and mortar company at some point. So that's interesting. So you look at the art as a, as business. You're, you're yeah. thinking about it in the business. Morgan, you look at art as, what would you call it? An expression? I have no, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just Your like, this thing that comes out of me. And then I yeah. just want to, I do think of it in terms of, because I love, I love having art around me. Like I mm. love having pretty journals. I love having prints. I love having nice things like that. Um, or a pretty desktop wallpaper. So because I love that, I do think about like, oh, I think this could look nice as a print, or I do think this could look nice as a mug, but I don't necessarily, but the execution factor is where I get hung up. You know, I'll make it and then I've had all those thoughts, but they just kind of stay thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it has been huge for us. So uh, last year we actually had a company who manufactures, um, they're the ones who manufacture the planner, Fringe Studio. They're incredible. We love working with them. And they have this incredible designer that works with them. Her name is Leah. And Leah actually presented, she she went from my Instagram and she was able to pull different images and say, hey, this works on a mug. This works on a print. This works as a planner. I never would have seen that. So yeah. I, I I could never visualize it that way. So I feel like I'm growing in that. But I, I am proud of myself that I feel like I am starting to like have a lot more freedom with letting Patrick sort of take things and like, because the first time he presented prints, I was just like, no, never mind. You don't know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> I'll do it. But I'm like, no, he actually really does have good ideas. And yeah. he's the one like, he's the one that's in our Shopify seeing what the sales are. Like, He's the I one go through the our, comments and I read the yeah, comments and like he, see how 
I like to see how people are feeling with the art, not just interacting with it, because that feeling translates into sales. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's not just to make it all business, but it's like, oh, I can see how this this type of wording on a mug, and if I wake up and I see that mug every day and drink out of it, yeah. might make me feel a certain way to get started. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I like to take, and, and I don't just see it as like a business way like my goal really especially right now as as we have a lot of licensing opportunities presenting themselves and stuff like that to us i'm really looking at like how can morgan's art be of her footprint all over the world Mm. and like how can we see her products in target and barnes and nobles and everywhere all these different places so that everybody can know her like i know her Mm. that's a beautiful thing to say (laughs) getting me all teary-eyed over here (laughs) It's so funny. I years ago I read this book, and I'm curious if anyone's ever recommended it to you because uh, it's it's called or- Orbiting the Giant Hairball. Have you guys ever? Oh, but I will it? write that down. Well, it's funny. It is. It's an old. It's an older book. The author has passed away. He used to be the creative director for Hallmark. Like, remember when Hallmark was humongous? Yeah. And he did. He led all the creation of all the greeting cards. You know. And he would say, Hallmark is a giant hairball, but me and my team, we just have to like make the art, you know, like that, like that. Orbit and then the whole business uh, is this whole hairball. It's a really interesting uh, oh, concept. Oh, yeah. I'm told, okay. That sounds like right up our alley yeah, for sure. I have to get that. Yeah. But like, I think that it, it's interesting, like, even in your relationship, like, the artist has to stay, has to have the freedom to create, right? Yeah. Like, to and, and space to find your flow and all that kind of stuff. And thankfully, you, you're in a relationship with this person that's thinking about all the other things. And that's a that's yeah, I think that's actually a really beautiful relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it and it took a lot for me to humbly like accept that. Just to be <laughs> honest, because I think I kind of lived in this fantasy world of like, oh, I'll just be an artist and I'll just make great things, and then eventually they'll just get out into the world and I'll get paid somehow. And it's just like, that's just not how, that's, <laughs> that's not how, how it works. That is definitely and, how you hear most artists talk though. That yeah, is for and sure. I feel like for me, I had in some like professional relationships that I had been in, I had been taken advantage of as an artist. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of like really protective of like, like you can't pick out prints. Like you don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But honestly, like, I feel like a huge growth point for me is like, I'm learning how to release that and trust that like, okay, he is living with his art just like I am in a different capacity, but it's like, he's literally seeing this stuff every day when he's fulfilling orders or when he's ordering products. I was like, he's, he's living with this too. So I can trust him to kind of be a part of it a little bit more. So yeah, that's been a huge, that's been hard for me to like, let that go. But I I feel like I'm still learning. (laughs) How have you been processing these days and times um, like COVID with that and then also just so much with um, Black Lives Matter and all the different kind of things that is just rising up right now? I mean, it's always been there, but really rising uh, in awareness right now. How as an artist has this been impacting you? Is it bring you inward more and just in those spaces or has it pushed you to create and push, you know what I mean? Like how has, yeah. how has these different big things impacted you? Mm. You know, it's been a lot of ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, right away, I was very like optimistic and just sort of like, 
let's just look forward with hope. Like let's find the little things that, that bring us joy. And, and then I kind of, I don't know like what really triggered it necessarily. Um, I mean, I think it's sort of, it's just kind of how grief works. You know, Mm -hmm. I kind of hit a point where I was just like, oh, this really sucks. Like, I don't, I don't have anything to say right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of went silent on social media and, and we have, we have a great team that works with us remote and I just let them know. I was like, Hey guys, like, I'm just, I, I deleted all social media from my phone and I was just like, I'm just going to need you. Like, can y'all post for me? I have nothing to say right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. And I, and I kind of just took, I don't even know what the time frame was, but I took some time off and I just like let myself just process. I journaled a lot, like, downloaded my calm app so lots of meditation oh, yeah. and 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 I was really grateful because I mean Patrick was able to like I mean the the business was still going because we actually created like a separate social media uh brand for the shop so that mm-hmm. still exists and that's still going we have our mailing um, list yeah we have like a mailing list so it, I was able to kind of pull back which that felt really great because yeah. I was like if that if this had happened two years ago I don't that probably would have worked out a lot differently. And then I, I hit a point where um, I was like, okay, I kind of started to share a little bit more. And then I hopped on and and then I hopped on um, the internet kind of after everything that happened with George Floyd. And I was just really sort of like, oh, I don't know what to share. I don't know what to say. Cause I was just angry and frustrated and heartbroken because I was just like, I feel like this conversation should have been had 10 years ago. Like, yeah. why are we just all getting here? Um, just really frustrated about a lot of that. But I slowly but surely just started to kind of share a little bit. And um, then I got, then I got this, uh, this mention on my Instagram uh, from someone who is critiquing my work um, in, a, in a racist way. So for me, normally, I don't even respond. I'm like, whatever you don't have to like what i do it's like i just picked the wrong um but yeah he he got me on a he got me on a on a on a day where i was like i got some time (laughs) and um yeah i just kind of that was the first i do not i don't i don't really post on my my personal life on social media but i took a screenshot of that thing and i was like hey y'all this isn't cool like if you're gonna be racist, like don't tag me in it. Um, because I I'm I won't have it. I won't. Mm-hmm. And I was I was so as heartbreaking as that was, that interaction was because he still went on. It, it got worse. Like he mm-hmm. the message he sent was worse than what he originally posted. But I will say that the support that I got just completely surprised me. Mm-hmm. I did not know that this community that I've been connecting with online for so long I was like I sensed that there was support here but I was like this is like real support I was like Mm. I know this isn't face to face but I mean I was just flooded with messages of just like hey just so you know like I agree with you that is not cool like that was so out of line like Mm. I support you um people of every ethnicity every walk of life and I was just like that was honestly the first time I really kind of took a deep breath and I was just like you know there's a lot there's a lot that we see online but there's also so much that we don't see and there's a lot of people out there who are quietly supporting or Mm -hmm. you know maybe just don't see their comments or their messages so since then I've kind of been I will say that I've been like I've I have felt on fire since then like Mm -hmm. I have felt like 
okay, I feel like I've, I feel like this is a community, like this is a safe space to share. And then when something does happen where someone crosses that line, like we address that together. So I've never felt that way yeah. with social media, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do because of, of, of COVID of just like, you know, we've, we've had, we had all these other things that we used to do in our real life that we can't do anymore um, or that are really modified. So I've been forced to kind of look deeper at like, well, how can I connect with people in a more intimate way in a digital space? That's not something Mm -hmm. I'm used to because I don't really share a lot of my personal life online. So I've been figuring, figuring that out. And, and it's been, it's been, it's been trending positively. So I feel like it's, I I feel like it's been kind of up to down, up to down. And and right now I feel a lot more confident in, and, in sharing and connecting with people. And yeah, it's been really good. That's beautiful. That's really great. I think that leads us to our last question. Yeah. We ask every couple that we get on here. Is I it think possible? she knows. Oh, you she know, knows. She knows. Morgan's read the book. She's read. Oh, she has read the book. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. But no, I, I'm still like, I have no idea. What but I have. Ah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so is it possible to change the world, stay in love and raise a healthy family? What do each of you think? I think it's absolutely possible. I think it's just as challenging as if both of you had a job and you were trying to take your kid to whatever school or daycare. I think it's equally as, as challenging, but I, working together in our own space with our kid, I feel like is more enriching because there are those, there are those quiet and kind of subtle moments where I'll text morning and say, Hey, lunch is ready. And like, we legitimately take a lunch break (laughs) and it's really nice. It's really nice to like, you know, allow her the space to come down from her work area into a new mental state to see Jacob and talk and then watch her go back up and just kind of flourish in what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And for us, again, I think before Jacob, we as a couple were just doing our thing, but more than ever, we're more partners and teammates in every aspect of our lives, whether it's taking care of our kid, whether it's taking care of our business, whether it's taking care of our house, they feel more in sync um, than I think ever before. And I'm loving every second of it. I agree with that. I, I definitely would say yes also. And that I would also say so add a button there say but it might not look exactly like you you thought it would it's like yeah. you're going to make yeah. an impact like but it's not going to look like how i thought mm-hmm. um you know actually 5 years ago i was wait let me do the time frame yeah 5 years ago i was signed to a record label and i was really i just re- yeah, 5 years ago right now i just released a new album i was touring i was playing shows like i thought that was going to be where i was i was like mm. oh yeah it's gonna it's this linear path from here you know you get your radio signal and then get another one and this happens and that happens and it didn't happen that way um and but now i look back and say i was like yes this is completely different you know i didn't i didn't know what what parenthood was going to look like i didn't know that we were going to be working together in this capacity like but it's it's beautiful and it's and it's whole and it's mm-hmm. and it's an important chapter in our lives right now. So whatever ends up looking five years because five years from now we'll we'll probably be looking back saying the same thing. So so yeah, the answer is yes. And now it's time. <laughs> I was trying. 
What do you think? Oh, that's pretty great. I was trying to do it with the gusto. And now it's time for the breakdown. What are you doing? How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? I just... I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> just stick over your line. I feel like all authenticity in the podcast just literally went out of the studio oh, with that Oh, my line. goodness. What? All right. That was kind of cheesy. That's what you sound like every time. No, but people know it's authentically me. <laughs> <laughs> when See, when I do it, that's true you to who I am. authentically cheesy. <laughs> it's true to who okay, I am. Okay. When you do it, it's like, who is she... I mean, you turn 40 who and next thing they try, you, who, are who are you trying, are you trying to, to be? Oh my goodness. What a great interview. That was fun, man. I felt like it, it, it was, it was like we hadn't seen them in years and yet we just caught up in an instant. It was so I good. Know. It was wonderful. And to see how much uh, she has grown mm-hmm. and how much her business has grown and their business now together. Um, in just two years is insane. It's exciting. And I'm so proud well of her. Well deserved. What an so incredible So proud artist. of them. And, uh, and couple and so excited for their young family. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something we kind of unpacked with them in, in deep when they were talking about your image, our business. I think we have seen this many times where oftentimes one person in a relationship is more known or out front. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the other, and it can sometimes create tension rooted out of, oftentimes out of ego, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think that she is her, you know, she was alluding to like all the questions she asked and making sure that he's okay, making sure Patrick's okay doing what he's doing. And I just am thinking, what a wonderful thing to just remember to keep asking our partner. You know, uh, she said, is me and my thing taking up all the space and time? Like, wouldn't that be a great question to kind of continually reevaluate with your partner Mm. and to really be willing to hear the truthful and honest answer of whatever that may look like and then edit and adjust in those times? Yeah, I think that's a really healthy question to ask. I've been thinking a lot about this lately. It's so interesting how important it is for, as an individual, for you to find your own self-confidence. And what's interesting in that whole conversation, I felt like Patrick knows who he is. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't, it's exciting for him because he also knows who his wife is and they're different people. Yeah. They're not in competition. No. And I think he's really proud of his role in supporting her and in running the business aspect. Totally. Like he is proud of that job. And, you know, I I don't think he feels like Morgan was like, are you, you know, I don't want him to feel like he's in my shadow. I don't think he feels like that at all, which mm. is so beautiful to see um, that being healthy between them, you know? Another thing that really stuck with me is when they were telling the story of when they posted about the $7 like book of poems. Yeah. And then it just kept selling and selling and selling. You know, I think as a couple, sometimes we have to stop and remind ourselves of the moments that were beautiful surprises. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Right? Especially in the midst of COVID and in all the tensions of our day right now to stop and, and have good memories to remember there was good times. Yes. And yeah. it seems like those memories 
always unite us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, as a couple. Yeah. Where the unexpected happened and it was beautiful. Mm, that's really good. I like it. Well, we hope you like this interview. Oh, wait. Can we give a plug for next week? Oh, sure. We don't normally do this, but next week we have another great interview, don't we? Yes. And it's different, y'all. It's different. This is going to be a specialist. An expert. A therapist. I felt like I was going through therapy. therapy? But it's going to come next week. Hillary McBride is going to be with us. Yep. Next week. So keep on listening. And we hope you liked this interview as much as we did. Last chance to remind you, make sure you go support us. Get that book. Go to loveorworkbook.com. And it will be an encouragement to you and your partner. This has been another great episode of Love or Work. This episode was produced by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions.